I know, I know. But if you open up a little pocket and shove some of that salad in there, I'm telling you, and a bit of mustard. Salad in a pasty! Okay, let me go. You filthy pervert! Let me. On this episode of the commercial break. Huge beast. Yeah. Huge beast, Mike. It's called Do You Have a Boner? DHB. Do have boner. So anytime we get a DHB spike, your erection goes up a little bit and then goes back down. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it under check. Anytime I say the word cops, guns, pussy, truck, truck gay, I'm, I got full DHB. Full DHB. <laughs> oh my God. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yes, it does. Welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and super intelligent, very beautiful, <laughs> and sometimes got sharp elbows. Chrissy Holy, best you, Chrissy. Bestie, Brian. Best you out there in the podcast universe. I'm just letting I'm letting them in one step at a time on your personality. I know. I still like the Kraken. Oh, the Kraken is good. <laughs> it's got to find another sound that it can go with. And then there's always Hambone and Hoadley. Oh, Hambone and Hoadley in the morning. <laughs> Might be coming to you sooner than you think. I couldn't could stop laughing last night. <laughs> oh, my God. Hambone and Hoadley. Hambone and Hoadley. We have to execute that. That is definitely something we have to do. And it might happen sooner than we all think. So there you go. Uh, we'll keep you posted. When we know, you'll know. Um, so I was talking to our editor, Christina, who I who may join us on the show here shortly, but not today, but um, shortly, episodic-wise. Um, Christina is also becoming a super fan of the show, and she edits the show, and she does such a great job. She I does. feel like she's like the... Third member of the team here. We're really the fourth member because Astrid's right. in there too. But and Morgan. Oh, and Morgan is like forget about it. Morgan's a YouTube queen. We love the way that she edits the the show, and she's doing all the TikTok videos too. Yeah. So all this traction. I say all this traction. We're getting a little <laughs> bit of traction. On t- it's more traction than we've ever seen on social media. <laughs> is happening on TikTok. We've grown by a thousand percent. I know. Which means zero. Zero to, to a thousand. thousand. Yeah. <laughs> and not a thousand followers. A thousand <laughs> likes. We haven't quite convinced people we're good enough to follow but they like the videos so that's what's important that algorithm is weird too i understand why people get so like their heads pop off their shoulders yeah because sometimes you get a million views and then other times you get two and it may there's no rhyme or reason to it and we've had quite a few videos that have not actually shown anywhere because they violate the policies <laughs> of the platform. Well, so, it wouldn't be the commercial break without violating a few policies. Violating a few policies. <laughs> that's uh, that's on our that's on my LinkedIn. Violating policies. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to the back to the commercial break. <laughs> violating policies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. That is the new tagline for it season is, four. It is. Welcome Violet. back to the commercial break. <laughs> Violating policies everywhere. <laughs> so I was talking to her and she was sharing with me that it, she was listening to one of the episodes while she was editing it and said, hey, are you really watching Daisy of Love? Because I just finished watching Rock of Love and now I'm watching Daisy of Love too. It's so good. And these shows... I know that this is hard to understand, especially if you're a younger listener. I know you have you may have no idea what I'm talking about. VH1, the channel that actually used to play music all the time. See, here's how it goes. Let me let me start way at the beginning. Yeah, Let's just do a little, a little rewind. Give a little rewind. MTV comes on air, I think 1982 or 4. One. One, 1981? I was okay. just reading a story about it today. MTV comes on 1981 and it is full on pop culture. They stick themselves right in the middle of the hair metal 
and you know, kind of glam rock. Michael Jackson, yacht rock, yeah. Madonna, and yes, Dire Straits. Yeah, um, all those, all those things, right? The beginning of the video age. Yes, and they make superstars out of so many people because now the the powerful format of video is connected with the music that everyone is loving and listening to on their their stations. And it's still all mainly controlled by by a few record label executives who determine who gets out there. But now MTV throws a wrench in the mix, and now they're playing videos from new bands and new artists. And so everything is kind of getting cattywankas. But there's two formats of music that are popular during this 80s period. One is the glam rock and hair rock, and one is yacht rock. Super soft, smooth and sultry, love songs. That, oh, yeah, Sade. Yeah, Sade. Um, I don't know. UB40, you know, all these bands who are... Well, it was so cool, too, because, I mean, before this, you couldn't really see your... Your rock stars. The the rock stars behind the music. You heard the voice. You maybe saw something about an album cover. An album cover, maybe something in a magazine or something. But, I mean, these these videos were full stories, too. Yes. shot... I mean, beautiful settings and just totally, you know, took you another place. They crammed way more plot points into a (laughs) two-minute, four-minute video than they ever did in any porn movie I ever saw. But they were all basically basically porn movie plots. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful girl knocks on the door, scantily clad. Then she's washing your car with her boobs. I didn't get it, but whatever. (laughs) Wasn't for me. But this is before the 90s when when things took kind of like a realistic turn toward grunge. But anyway, these two formats, rock and yacht rock. And that Yacht Rock was not the MTV audience. The MTV audience was super young and they were into this hair and Yacht Rock. But if you were a, you know, leather jacket wearing, <laughs> studded, had your hair painted like Flock of Seagulls kind of guy, you probably were listening to some Yacht Rock and you just didn't want to tell your friends, right? Because mm-hmm. some of those songs are good. They you are. Know, She's like the wind. You catch yourself singing those songs because let's be honest, they're catchy fucking tunes. They are. Pop music, popular music. So MTV has an idea. Let's start a sister channel called VH1. What that stands for, I have no ideas. Um, <laughs> video hits? Video hits one, yeah, or video hour know. one. I'm not even really sure. But VH1, <laughs> that we can play the more softer side of rock. It can be the less edgy version. It's your parents' MTV. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so VH1 is born years after MTV is born, and now you've got an alternative place to go for that type of music. And then VH1 has its moment in the sun when it's, got, you know, it's starting to play some, like, as the 90s turns, there is this pop music that is not grunge, not hair metal, but it's hard to define. It's like, you know... Well, I mean, MTV then started to branch out into a little bit of the reality thing with Real World. That came in the in the beginning. Real of, World, yeah. and they would in do that. And then the Spring Break episodes, yes. and it was all kind of you know still geared young toward and teenagers. Yes. Yeah, really geared toward teenagers and twenty somethings. Um, and VH1 was a little bit more mature, but they had their moment in the sun. They, you know, I remember like the Lilith Fair, like VH1 covered Lilith Fair, which was yeah. the first like female oriented festival out there. And so they had their moment in the sun, but they also then latched on to the reality show genre. And when they really got good at this was like 2005 <laughs> to 2010. And they had this string of hits, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, Daisy of Love, Love of Love. I don't even know. It was all Love of Love. And it was basically The Bachelor with a bunch of batshit crazy human beings. And the way that it was edited was so fucking funny. The way that these editors manipulated the storylines and would use sound effects and all this, it was really, really well done. And so now 
a number of these, you know, you see Pluto TV, Tubi TV, Hulu, they're all buying these rights that are probably super cheap to these television shows so that they can fill their app with a bunch of content. Yeah. And so Tubi, which is where I'm watching it, Tubi is free. It pops up a commercial, maybe once, maybe twice in a half hour show. You have to watch a minute of commercials. But they put all of these old classic <laughs> reality show tell. I say old, they're only like 10 years old, but these classic reality show televisions that were so funny at the time, they put them up there and I am loving it, Chrissy. You're here loving. for it. Yes, because <laughs> I don't have time to get into anything serious. So I just watch this shit in the background and it's too funny. Daisy of Love <laughs> wait, on rewatch. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hey, <laughs> Let me stop you there. I don't I don't have any I don't have time to get anything too serious. And and by too serious do you mean all of the shows that you watch on <laughs> TLC? Is that your serious content? Yes, that okay. is my serious content. Got those Johnsons just are one to check. Those Johnsons are back and I'll tell you what they are better than ever. Those I just love that little family <laughs> and I pun intended. Um and so I'm rewatching some of these old classic They're reality good. shows. They're good. Yeah. Wiggling my way through all of the content, <laughs> I have found one that I think is just so fascinating that I never saw on first watch. Prin- Secret Princes. And I don't say princess. Princes. Secret Princes. Secret Princes. They find princes, four princes from around the world. Prince, Lord, um, whatever. I feel like Chalet I of India. Do you remember this? this? Okay. Yeah, vaguely. Chrissy. The first one is filmed in Atlanta. And first of all, it's kind of ah, surreal. To, it's filmed in your neighborhood, by the way, oh, all in your neighborhood. Wow. So everything oh, is wow. Virginia Island's little five points. Your yeah. apartment complex is sh- is shown in this yeah. TV series more than once. And <laughs> so these four kind of uh, Prince guys who've not had so much uh, luck finding love, not based on their actual titles. They want love. They don't want someone that wants them for their castles and their mansions. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Now, who wants that? Who wants that? Who wants all that money and the fame and the fortune? I mean, listen, I think these guys are going about it completely wrong. If I'm yeah, lead it, with that. Yeah, lead I with that. I have a fucking castle. Yes, I have twelve <laughs> castles. Everyone gather around. <laughs> Everyone gather around while these four men wash my balls. It's the <laughs> it's the afternoon ball washing. <laughs> And that's how some of these guys are, right? They're so primped and pruned by everybody else, and they treat everybody like shit. Some of them don't, but some of them do, right? And I mean, there's one scene where this Indian prince, he's getting his feet washed by like 12 different girls, and then he's like, don't don't forget to do my whatever. Like, don't forget the pinky toe. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> these are probably the same guys that are chartering yachts on below deck. Chrissy, you know that it is. You know that it is. More caviar. Because in the show, they when you know, so they go to America, they drop all the pretenses and titles, they get new names, and what they do is they live in a shitty house with like no cable <laughs> and broken water and roaches crawling everywhere, and they have to go get jobs and they have to go out and find their princesses based solely on their personalities and looks. You can imagine how <laughs> how great this goes for some of the guys. <laughs> right? Some of them have no idea what to do. Few of them are just their natural born sleaze bags, so they know exactly what to do with the women. And then one or two, there's only two seasons, so there's eight altogether. One or two are seem like they actually genuine nice guys that are really just looking for love. Nice princess. Nice princess. Yeah. And nothing says I want to hide my <laughs> royalty like going on a television show in America. <laughs> 
I thought this about halfway through the first episode. I'm like, is this really to find love or is this to make sure that everybody in America knows who you are too? <laughs> you want to get laid everywhere in America also. Yes. Um, it is a funny, funny fucking show and it is super interesting and you have got to watch this show. Now. Are we going to watch it? No, we're not going to watch it. Oh, well, okay. I just need to write that down then. Or yeah. mentally write Oh, you down. want, uh, but we could. Do you want, do you want me to pull some clips? Well, not now, obviously. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Please. Okay. So I felt like now was a good time to share with those princes who may be watching the commercial break. Probably. It's probably prerequisite for all royalty to check out the commercial break. You got to imagine. Yeah, exactly. You know, get your face stamped on a coin. Yep. Watch the commercial break. You know, charter a yacht. Charter a yacht. Listen to the commercial break. <laughs> it's better have the commercial break on it. God damn it. Where is the person in charge of the music? Where is my dial turner? Who's turning my dials on this yacht? Uh, of course, you know, Lord Mountbatten of Musty Kensington. Balls or whatever. Kensington. Lord Mountbatten of Kensington. Lord Mountain Busty Balls or whatever his name is called. You know, they, by the way, on the first season, I haven't, I'm just getting into the second season, but on the first season, all four of them find somebody to take back. You know, they have this big. They did? Yeah, they have this big announcement. They go to a party and then all of a sudden they show up in their full attire with their special Surprise! medals. Surprise! <laughs> and they, they're so nervous about asking, telling these girls the truth. They've been lying to them the whole time, telling them the truth, and then asking them to come back with them to their place of origin so that they can see how they really live and hopefully, you know, fall in love with them. Hopefully you'll still love me after you know I have yeah. billions. Will you still love me after you know you'll never work another day in your life? Okay. Can you ever find it in your heart? I'm so nervous. I don't know how to tell her I'm a billionaire. Yeah. Who has two women who wipe my ass every time I take a doodle? <laughs> you can imagine how plussed these girls are to find out because, you know, first of all, two of them have been on exactly one date with a the girl. They really had a hard time finding love. They were kind of like, you knew it was going to happen. You just watch the show and you'll know. The okay. two of them are like, eh, eh. <laughs> Being a prince in this situation for two of these people is definitely a plus, And you should lead with that. Oh, yeah. Ne you should never go to America and work a real job and try and find a girl. So they're in Atlanta. They find these four girls. All four of them show up to this party where they reveal it. And then they have to break to them that they've been lying. What do you think the reaction is of all four of these women? <laughs> Seriously? They don't go, you've been lying to me no, this whole time, you no. rotten bastard. <laughs> it's like, hey, remember I told you I was a lawyer? I actually work as a dog groomer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, remember I told you I was a dog groomer? <laughs> I'm actually Lord Mount Busty Balls of Sir Kensington. And I have 12 castles around the world. Do you mind going to my Mallorca castle for a couple of days? Do you mind? We're going to take a plane. It's not my usual 747. It's a 737. Dad's got the 747. Are you going to be okay? These women, like any other human being would be, I'm not saying it's all women, but like any other human being, if I had just blindly been dating somebody, you know, and then they had a TV crew following around for what reason, I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Like, why do you have a TV right. crew following you around? Their cover story was, you know, they were just four regular Joes <laughs> making a show about how they get along in America. Come on. You didn't do a little bit of investigating on that one? I have a feeling that... But when the t- cameras were off, that there was a couple text messages yeah. going back and forth. I'm actually a prince. Here's a picture of my jet. Yeah. Here's a picture of my dick. Please stay yeah. till the end of the show. Here's a picture of my dad signing a million dollar check. <laughs> so when they make this reveal, it is exactly as you expect it. These girls don't even question the fact that they've been lied to for four weeks. Of course They're not. just like, yes, yes. Seriously? Yes, yes. When do we leave? <laughs> I hate my fucking life. When do we leave? <laughs> and uh but it doesn't work out. I, I double checked this is years ago this was on i double checked it doesn't work out for any of them in the end at least season one none spoiler of them alert. spoiler you alert said that because i haven't seen it well do you really care if it works out in the end <laughs> just watch the show just watch the show it's interesting yeah but in the show it seems like they all work out but you're telling me they didn't actually well in the show they kind of end it after they go and they have a couple of days with these people, right? <laughs> then there are a couple conclusions, but there are a couple left open ended as if they had really walked into the sunset Too and bad. things worked out. But Too bad. the truth is is that most of them are still looking for real love. How hard is it to find love when you have a when you're a lord? <laughs> My lord and my lady. But I do understand that can also be very probably difficult at certain times. I don't know because I'm never going to be a lord, so it doesn't matter. I'm the lord of the commercial break, which is like being the, lord, the lord of the flies. Or the lord and the lady. The yeah, the lord break. and the lady. I'm lord and lady of TCBLLC. Would you like to look at my studio? This is my roadcaster. It shall be bequeathed to anyone who marries me. No, I didn't say queef. I said bequeathed. Would you like all these wires? <laughs> None of them work. <laughs> these curtains cost over $40. This, this wire especially yes. <laughs> has been sitting around <laughs> wondering. Oh, that's waiting for its day in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just keeps moving around the table. How many men do you know that rule over this megaphone? <laughs> or... This 40-inch flat-screen TV on sale at Walmart now. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. I'm trying to find real love outside all the fit and flair of the commercial break. <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> oh, terrible. I bet a couple of the ladies would like our ring lights. You know, those come in handy. Yeah, no, I don't want those kind of girls. I don't want the kind of girls that are looking for fortune and fame because that's not what I have to offer. <laughs> but I do have these TCB letters I bought at Household Goods. <laughs> You'll get those too, don't worry. <laughs> Would you like a vacation? <laughs> To the Motel Six down the street. Any and as long as I'm with you, I'm happy. Only honey. the best. Only the best for you. TCB. 
Hey you, guess you. I hate to interrupt all the fun, but I just want to remind you that tcbpodcast.com is where you find all the audio and the video. Plus, you can contact us to get your free 21 EPM sticker. Just go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the contact us button, tell us you want a sticker, drop us your address, and off we go. Plus, you can write to us at 855-TCB-8383. That's 1-855-TCB-8383. For all of our international listeners, we'll pick up the toll. Go ahead and text us. If you have comments, questions, concerns, content ideas, we're taking them all at 855-TCB-8383. If you want to view the commercial break in a whole new light, go to youtube.com slash the commercial break to see the fully edited episodes. You'll love it or your money back, I promise. While you're at it, hit us up on Instagram at the commercial break and TCB live on TikTok. So let's take a minute to hear from our sponsors and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. I thought it was a good time to point out to our lords and our ladies out there how you go about picking up a girl when you have no titles. So I have found us a new poix. New? A new poix. Okay. That is having a conversation, telling us how we tell stories, how we string together a story. So it's interesting enough to keep a potential or prospect love paying attention to you. Wow, if you need help with that, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Let's take a look at this guy, and then you tell me how you think it's going. Okay. All right, wow. without further ado, trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do, do, to do. <laughs> and here you go. Here's a new paw talking about story time. Look at this guy. He looks like well, the... He, is got, he a member of Weezer? <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's got the sweater. He's got the sweater and the huge head of hair. And, you know... This is where you go for the latest styles, stylelife.com. Stylelife.com. That's where I go for all my this style tips. This has been parked by GoDaddy. This site is for sale. This site is for sale. 99 cents a year. <laughs> Which is kind of the, one of the really famous ones. Because oh, wait. Hold on. Let me start at the beginning. What we're going to do today is we're going to go over storytelling which is kind of the, one of the really famous ones because it's very accessible. Here you are, you're in a group, you're now talking. It's kind of natural to start storytelling to each other. It can flow. There's no kind of gimmick or anything to it. You just start. You got your flow on, bro? You got your flow? <laughs> <laughs> What's your flow, bro? <laughs> oh, this, I can already tell. This is, the group of guys that he's talking to must have an extraordinarily hard time finding women. Yeah. Hanging out, getting to know each other reason that storytelling is so powerful is because bragging is not powerful. Bragging is reverse powerful. See, right? this is exactly what they were talking about on the Prince, Secret Princes. Mm. Bragging about all the stuff you have is not powerful. What are the fuck are you talking about? Yes, it is powerful. <laughs> First it's of all. It's not bragging if it's real. It's not bragging if it's real. Yeah, if you're bragging about <laughs> stuff you don't actually own. I don't walk into Starbucks and go, I'd like a binti latte fate farter. And quickly, my 747 is waiting <laughs> in the parking lot next door. First of all, second of all, to point out about this video is that it looks like they have the same cameraman as TCB does. It <laughs> it's does. like the camera's moving <laughs> all off. over the place. So if you go into a setting, you say like, oh, my ex-girlfriend um, is a, a famous model. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you're like, you're done. Like that's My girlfriend weird. isn't? My ex-girlfriend isn't an ex-model. I don't understand what he just said there. I don't know. Yeah. First of all. Second of all, that fell flat in the room because no it, one no. said anything. <laughs> if you're the one telling us how to tell stories, you're already losing. 
And also, I'll point out that again, we're at a hol- Holiday Inn. Oh yeah, conference but at least, room. Yeah, at least they have a stage. They have yeah. somewhat of a riser. A riser. That's probably a better <laughs> word for it. A Look riser. over the stage. <laughs> a riser. It's not exactly a stage. <laughs> you to do right. We can all agree that would just be a really strange thing to say to somebody you just met, right? What if it was part of a story? You know, what if you? What if you're like? You start to- one time. I fucked a girl who was not <laughs> a model. That's model. Huh? Huh? What do you think about that story? <laughs> this story about this crazy thing, and then somewhere in the story, somewhere in the story, you just so happen to mention, so now her car is broken down, she's just back from this photo shoot thing, and I have to go pick her up. So I'm driving down there to pick her up in the middle of this whole mess, and blah, 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 blah. Well, you what? have me convinced there, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> what was the... I need to know the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, what's the blah, blah, blah? I mean, you can't skip over that. What kind of story leaves out nah. the plot? <laughs> I was driving down to pick her up. Her car broke down after a photo shoot and yeah. blah, blah, blah. I have this crazy story to tell you about how someone's car broke down. There was an accident. The dog got killed. Something set on fire on his helicopter. Have you seen my hot ex-girlfriend? Okay. No. What? Oh, you want the rest of the story? Oh, I, yeah, no, it's, it's, I don't want to brag. <laughs> I don't want to brag. Now, oh, right? What happened? Girl, Hold on one second. In your life that did a photo shoot, it's there, but you're not bragging about it. It was part of a larger story. Does that much make sense? I'm no. Not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want my money back if I'm in the crowd. Something <laughs> better for you right now. Um, you've all met him briefly. I'm going to bring him back up to the stage. He is one of my best friends in the world, and he's the shit at storytelling. It's Bravo. Give him, give him a little love. Bravo. Oh. Yes, he's the shit at storytelling. I mean, it's better be so good. So Bravo's going to tell a story that he actually... Bravo? Name's, yeah, his name's, his Bravo. name's Bravo. You better Sorry. have some good stories, first of all. Second of all, he looks like a shorter <laughs> Jeremy Renner, minus all the he good does. looks. Yeah. yeah, minus the hot. Okay. And I'm going to kind of just interrupt him and and just kind of point out where some of the spikes are. I'm not even going to point out all of them. I'm going to leave some of them for you guys to find without me even saying. You know what drives me crazy, Chrissy? When someone's giving a presentation and they're holding a microphone like they're the fourth beastie boy. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like, so what you, what you, what you, what you want, y'all? I'm going to get the storytelling from my man. What's his name? Max, Maximus? Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> Why is he holding the microphone like that? Is he about to bust out a rhyme or something? Yeah, where it's like all the way up. All the way up. That's how I used to hold my microphone in 33 (laughs) Willie. Okay. So um, some of them I'll point out, some of them I won't. Pay attention for all of them. You want to just like introduce the story, maybe? Yeah, usually I use this, and it was actually sent out on a weekend wingman. I use this after an opener, like, are you a dog or cat person? They give me their answer. I go, what do you think I am? And generally, most people think I'm a dog person. And I go, interesting, because I actually used to help my buddy train dogs. My friend and my brother bred American bulldogs that are like 120-pound pit bulls. But I actually have a cat. (laughs) Who cares if you're a cat or a dog person? And if you're getting laid with that question, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. I'm working way too hard. What are hard. you? What do you think I am? Yeah. Well, interesting. I used to be a trainer for a dog, yeah. but I'm a cat person. 
Oh, yeah, I fucked a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I like to laugh off the seagulls. <laughs> now, that's a story. Now, that is a story. That I could get behind that's that right. as an interesting story. If you walk into a bar you, and you tell the story about... Are you about a dog, a cat, or a seagull person? Nope. <laughs> But I did one time get arrested for whacking off on top of a seagull, which is an actual uh, offense Mm -hmm. in the the law. And then people usually nicker and smile at that. And I was like, yeah, um, I was actually leaving work one day and I came out and my truck was parked. Actually, I'm just going to stop him already. Um, Do you guys get... (laughs) (laughs) You guys should practice this beforehand, really. I'm going to st- stop this, really. <laughs> the guy, what? What? What is happening yeah, here? I don't, so far, there's no story. He's told no story. Well, let's see what he points out. I still want to see what he points out, but I just also want to point out myself <laughs> that uh, mystery man here, what's his name? Bravo. 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 I can't ever remember it. Bravo <laughs> looks just as surprised as the rest of us that yeah, he's being interrupted. He's like, shit. Yeah, they should practice this. They should talk about it beforehand. <laughs> Chit, he's got a job. You know, he's employed. But, but seriously, you know, a lot of guys walk up to a woman and they start telling them what they do for work. And it's like, I didn't ask you what you did for work. But he's telling a story and he's conveyed that he does have a job. Hi, I'm Brian. I do business. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Brian. I'm a professional seagull masturbator. <laughs> In my case, I try and avoid at all costs telling anybody what I do. Exactly. So what do you do? I've been gayfully unemployed since 2020. <laughs> I sell advertising I to my unemployment. Business. Yeah, I sell advertising I'm, on my unemployment. I'm just gonna start saying that. I do business. <laughs> I do business. <laughs> business, you know, business. Yeah, business. You know, why are you, why are you prying? General business. Do you need to know every detail? Jeez. So nosy. <laughs> also, already I heard the word truck. So he's got a car. So it's not a bad job. The guy can afford a car, right? But he's not coming up and saying, hey, I got this sweet truck. You want to come outside and see it? You know, that's like the lamest of the lame. But this is the subtlest of the subtle. When did he say he had a truck? Of, he didn't. He said he, I don't know. He said my truck. I don't. He never said he had a truck. First of all, I don't think. Second of all. Hey, I got a truck. You want to come see it? No, I don't. Date rape guy. (laughs) Having a bad effect, it's got a great effect. I come outside, I look under my truck, and I see this, like, something underneath it. And as I start getting closer, there's, like, this little tiny furball underneath it. And as I get really close... I noticed there was a guy masturbating. (laughs) It was a tuft of dick hair. (laughs) And so there I am with this guy stuck under my truck, whacking <laughs> off, and his dick hairs everywhere. Realize that this little kitten. And I'm, I'm in Phoenix back then, and it's like summertime. It's like 120 degrees out, and this little kitten's like underneath I just my ran truck. Ran over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I pulled out as fast as I could because I hate cats. <laughs> it depends on whether she says she's a cat person exactly. or a dog person. Which way the story yeah, goes? Yeah, that's right. It's a little puppy if you're a dog person. It's a cat if you're not. <laughs> And I'd been teaching all day. I was actually, um, I work at a gun range. All right. So here's a little more detail. <laughs> all right. Let me rudely interrupt you again when you have no idea I'm going to do it. 
I used to work at a gun range. <laughs> I think I found my dream guy. He's got a truck. He works at a gun yeah. range. He teaches other men how to tell stories. <laughs> and without her asking, she now knows that he's a teacher. And she knows teacher that he works at a gun range. Teacher is not a teacher. Is a stretch here. Yeah. He's an instructor at a gun range does not a make range. a teacher make. No. <laughs> does not, does not make a teacher make. Does not a teacher make. <laughs> Chrissy's an English teacher. <laughs> She's got an MBA in sentence structure. <laughs> now yeah. I do business. Yeah, I do business. I'm a business person. A Currently business. unemployed, but <laughs> I'm a business, business person, person on a normal day. Which is kind of a cool job, you know. He's an instructor. He works with firearms. It's kind of it's kind of neat. But he's not bragging. It's part of the story. So I'm like totally wiped, and I just want to go home. And I have like my range bag with me. And I just want to get in my truck and drive away. And I'm trying to like get this cat out from underneath my truck, and it won't leave. So I like come up with a decision: should I either like risk it and like drive away real slowly? <laughs> he was hopefully gonna, not run it. He over. was gonna run over that cat. <laughs> Should I risk it and <laughs> crush its head? Yeah, crush its head. It'll get all mangled in my new engine <laughs> oh my on my sweet truck. You want to go see it? Smells like dead cat. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't want to get blood on the new upholstery. So I decide to kick the cat <laughs> until it passes out. So I take out my gun, where I'm a gun, because I'm a gun instructor, and I start shooting my truck in hopes one of the bullets gets rid of the cat. Or should I try to wait and like get this cat out so I don't kill it? So I'm deciding. I'm Choose your to own adventure here. Cats. Yeah. <laughs> Turn to I'm like, page right. ninety. For, yeah. For how you if I'm a woman, try I'm, to yeah. avoid the head. <laughs> Turn to page two hundred for yeah. the. You saved it. I just want to get to the end here now. <laughs> I don't care. He's got guns in his hand. In one hand, he's seen a cat under his new truck. He doesn't want to get blood anywhere. You know what? I'm a nice guy. I can't like kill the animal. Can't even take the risk. I'll try to get it out. Which, you know, it, another DHB spike. Anytime you're showing a compassionate or a, DHB a caring spike. A DHB spike? What is that? I don't know. I can't uh, even think of something that it might be. Like, out uh, of yourself. I don't know. Serotonin or something. Yeah. I don't know. Deadbeat hipster boy. I don't know. <laughs> Positive quality like that, that's going to be a DHB spike. I get on my hands and knees and I start like wiggling my fingers and making these like really gay kissy noises. There's a spike. Ah, yeah, nothing like saying a really gay <laughs> kissy noise to impress the ladies <laughs> with your gun bag and your truck. <laughs> DHP spike. DHP spike. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's outfit's giving me a DHP <laughs> spike. He's got a white skinny tie. White skinny tie. And a sweater. Cardigan. Cardigan. Bright long, pink shirt. Yeah, yeah, long that goes long to the... It's like your grandfather's cardigan. Yes. And then the p bright pink shirt. Yeah. He's got the well, Seth Rogen, uh, a a.k.a. super bad look. Yeah. yeah. But doing Ten minutes. Bad. Yeah, at least <laughs> Seth Rogen made money. <laughs> Dressing like that. The thing's not budging. And actually, a couple of my buddies pull up who are like Phoenix cops. They come out and see me. All right. My buddies pull one, up right? that are Phoenix cops. Yeah, my buddies pull up that are Phoenix cops. Pretty obvious. Uh, Huge <laughs> DHB spike. Huge B. Yeah. DHB spike. It's called Do You Have a Boner? DHB. Do have boner. So anytime we get a DHB spike, your erection goes up a little bit and then goes back down. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it under check. Anytime I say the word cops, guns, pussy, <laughs> truck, truck. Gay. Kissy. I'm, I got full DHB. 
Full DHP. <laughs> oh my god. The guy's hanging out with the cops in his city. He's obviously well networked. He's well liked. He's got people in positions. Of- <laughs> Who are these people? And have they ever read a newspaper? <laughs> hey man, I'm cool with the cops. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> what the fuck, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know in the circles I travel around <laughs> power that are buddies of his and they ask me what the hell I'm doing and I'm like oh there's this kitten underneath my truck and they're like run it over and I'm like oh, I can't do that so anyways I'm sitting Jeez. there about 10 minutes so that's actually another one because um, somebody that doctor that's like, actually oh, another one. one I have a feeling these guys charge $10,000 ahead to get in the door <laughs> And then spent all night and mon- and all their money drinking last night in whatever hotel they're in. And now they're just making shit up as they go along. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you tell a dumb story and I'm going to get up and talk about DHB spikes. What's DHB? No, I have no idea. It sounds professional. <laughs> Who, um, he didn't run over the cat. That is a DHB. No, um, that is another one because he wasn't socially pressured. It wasn't like his buddies are like, run it over. And he's like, so what the fuck? I turned the car on and I tried not to hit it. You know, he stops. He cares about the thing. So fine. Wow. This guy's a, he's look out, Chris Rock. Here comes this dickhead with his dickhead boner. DHB. Another dickhead boner moment. <laughs> this little kitten starts moving. It takes a couple steps and it runs up, hops in my lap and reaches up with its paw and brushes my cheek and starts purring as loud as like I've ever heard a cat make a noise before. All right. So there's a there's a there's a lot happening there. OK, <laughs> one, if I was a, a I've got so much DHB right now. It's popping out of my eyes. That's right. All we need to do is throw in DMB on DHB. If Dave Matthews Band was included, <laughs> forget about it. You're getting, you have wet drawers already, don't Isn't you? Is there a drug too, like DHC? GHB. GHB. There's all that in there too. Yeah, I'm sure they have. Pretty girl, he really would have touched my face. Actually, if you got around, he would have probably touched my face too. You get close. That's actually true. No, but seriously, that touching a girl's face like that, it's this like intimate piece of Kino, Kino touching, right? That. Kino, I've been on the Kino diet for a while, and I don't. I played Kino before. Kino, yeah. (laughs) What? First of all, I never want someone to touch my face. No, of course not. But I just met while we're. He's telling me a story about his guns and trucks. No, this guy's a total douchebag. He's saying all the wrong things. This is not the story you lead with: guns, cops, trucks, (laughs) pussy cats. Just because there's a kitten thrown in the mix. Yeah, just because you have a kitten as the center of the story. First of all, second of all, what is the fucking point? You didn't kill the cat. Congratulations. I don't kill blue every day. I wake up. What do I want? Like I got a cookie or something. So he gets to do it, and it's not weird. But at the same time, he's like making this physical connection with her. Also, in that part of the story, an animal. Jumps into his lap. Come on, you know a girl's gonna eat that up. Like dogs and cats, they say can like sense evil. Whenever I'm having trouble connecting with a girl at the bar, when she's like just ignoring me, she doesn't want my drink, she won't give me her phone number. I just say, I just had a a lizard jump in my lap. (laughs) Right, they can sense these things. I've got a snake in my trousers right now. You want to see it? No, an actual snake. Sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> I should have clarified. That's a really good person. And right up to him, it means Oops, something. Sorry, let me let me rewind that just one second. About who he is, and it starts purring, and the, the little things like all skin and bones. It's covered in grease, and like my heart melts. And I actually feel bad for it. And my ex at the time, her parents lived down the street. I'd stop. All right, stop. <laughs> Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with my brand, brand new edition. <laughs> I'm not going to say this one. Who got it? Raise your hand. Who got it? GHB Spike. Oh, GHB Spike. <laughs> GHB. DMB, GHB, lean on the lean. You know what I'm saying? Lean, mean, fighting machine. I'm on the keto. I'm under the keno. <laughs> 2247. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. There's a spike. 31 flavors. I'm on the spike. Here we go, right here. Uh, he mentioned his ex. Which means? Uh, he's had a girlfriend before. <laughs> Which means that he's pre-selected. He means he's another pre-selected. woman once looked at this guy and said, you know what? He's pre-selected for what? <laughs> Because she's an ex. She's an ex. I mean. Yeah. He was pre-selected and deselected. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, seems like a rub to me. <laughs> I got pre-selected, then I got deselected. Now I'm getting reselected. Shit. <laughs> that guy's worth dating. And seriously, women take that. He had an ex girlfriend that broke up sh- with him. That guy's a Charm. Yeah, that guy's a charm. <laughs> Don't let him slip Don't away. Don't let that guy slip away. He's the gun instructor with an ex-girlfriend who doesn't kill cats on purpose. He's a catch. DHB Fulbor. Shortcut. They don't have time to sit here and meet every single one of us and get to know who every single one of us is. They need shortcuts, Okay. They need ways to quicken this process for them. And if another girl said he's awesome, he's probably awesome. He's at least worth giving a real shot to getting to know. I wish that at all was something that works. He's just not awesome anymore. Yeah. He just became he not just became awesome. He just became not awesome. <laughs> so he was in the beginning. Awesome. Not so awesome. <laughs> so I drive down the street, take it over to her parents' house. We end up giving it a bath and feeding yeah, it. Yeah, I would respect like, this oh, whole this- situation a lot more if he's like, and then I married my girlfriend, and yeah. then now well, we're happily I, married, and this is what works. That's right. I get, I get, I get what they're saying. <laughs> like I understand. I get it. I get what they're saying. They're wrapping a story to give some indicator of who they are as a human being, but. This sounds so disingenuous that you would just practice this story and drop all these certain things in just to get someone to think that you're a nice person. That's something that should come naturally. People should think you're a nice person, (laughs) not because of the story that you just told that's way too complicated for actually what it is. I would have said, I went outside of the bar one night. There was this kitten. It was all like mangled and stuff like that. And so I took it home and I washed it off. I don't want to put my girlfriend, my cops, my guns, my instructor. (laughs) It's too complicated. This coming from the guy who talks for a living, by the way. <laughs> the nicest cat ever. If you don't keep it, we'll keep it. And my ex at the time kept saying that she wanted a cat. And actually, I leave this part of the story out, like when I'm telling it to girls, but it was actually my ex-wife. And she kept saying she wanted a baby or a cat. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. Wow. i leave this out. I leave wow. this part of the story out, but I'm telling it right now. Oh my god! I love when people say that. <laughs> I, wow. I'm leaving, I left this part of the story out, but you're not leaving it out now. Well, no, he's saying when he a- talks to girls, he oh. leaves this part out. He leaves the part out that he used to be married oh. and they wanted a baby. Oh, oh! 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wrap some lies in there, too. That'll get them. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted a baby. I wanted a baby. I wanted a baby. And then it changed to I want a baby or a cat. And literally, like, two days later, God sent me a cat. So, <laughs> so I'm thinking. That, I leave that part out. Bravo. <laughs> I leave that part out. So I end up, t- I'm, like, thinking her parents like it so much. My ex wanted a cat. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll take it home and see how it is. So I end up taking it home. And as I'm driving home, I hit Petco. Because I'm like, all right, I got to get like some kitty litter and some cat food and all yeah, that Yeah, it's a whole stuff. thing. I gotta, it's a whole thing. <laughs> I got to keep this thing alive? It needs food and water? Well, might as well hit Petco and see if one of the sweet bitches behind the till is ready to fuck this cat lover. <laughs> I'll tell the story to every woman I see at Petco. And as I, I go in there, cat. Yeah, I just saved this cat. He was under my car. Let me tell you a story. Yeah, you have a minute for a gonna, story? I was going to run it over. So I was at the bar the other day and I ordered gin because, you know, I, I can afford gin. <laughs> <laughs> I see this big, like, tough guy walk with like a Rottweiler over on the right side of Petco. And over on the left is the cat food section. And I go in there and there's like these two dirty hippies playing with like the cat toys. And I was like, I don't want to be on that side of Petco. I want to be on that side of Petco. So I waited. I was actually so embarrassed buying like cat toys and stuff. I actually waited till everyone left. And I went and like got the kitty litter, got the kitten food, got a litter box. I went to the checkout line and actually um, really hot. Two, girl wait, wait, wait. There were two dirty hippies. There were two dirty hippies. Like, yeah. He had to point out there were two yeah. liberals over there on this side. But then Picking Donald out. Trump Jr. was on the other side with his Rottweiler. And I didn't want to be a pussy or anything. So I waited till everyone left the store. So I wouldn't be identified with those fucking bastard libtards. <laughs> what in the fuck has this has this country come to when you can't just go get cat toys for your cat without yeah. feeling like a pussy? Or go to the dog section. Be It's so, know. you know, go to the dog section without feeling like you're assaulting somebody. This is crazy. Well, you need to take your girlfriend to the dog section, <laughs> according to our last video. Yeah, let your girl go get the pussy toys. Out, checking me out. Checking me out. Checking me out in the checkout line. And uh, actually, as I got in the line, I was actually really embarrassed about her. I would have rather have gone to the store and bought, like, condoms and tampons at the same time. So What? This, guy, what? this, guy's, this guy's got mental issues. <laughs> what the fuck? You're so insecure I mean, that you can't walk wow. into a, a Petco and buy I've a cat fucking food? cat food? Dude, you'd yeah. rather go... Buy condoms and tampons. And why is that so embarrassing? Nothing's embarrassing about any of this. <laughs> I, I go shop for all kind of weird shit. I don't give a fuck no, what anybody thinks. Exactly. Yeah, you want to know why? Because I don't give a fuck what anybody <laughs> exactly. thinks. Exactly. I'm not looking for my next wife. I'm not looking for anybody to be impressed with me. I have to get cat food because my cat's gonna die if it doesn't eat. Got <laughs> to do that one. Um, Condoms, he's buying condoms, he's sexually active, right? He's comfortable with talking about it. Obviously, he's socially intelligent. Oh my God, he actually said that to a girl telling a story that he would rather go buy condoms and tampons than buy cat food. Oh my God. If you don't run from this human being after hearing that story full on, full through, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. Don't worry about that. That happens all the time. (laughs) So I go to check out. She ends up bringing me up. She's like, oh my God, did you just get a cat? And I was like, yeah, I just found this like little stray underneath my truck. She's like, "Oh my god, that's so cute!" And I was like, "Yeah, my ex wants or my girl wants a cat, so I ended up I'm t- bringing my it home. Wife. Like, oh, my wife, my wife wants a baby. Yeah, my wife wants a baby, so I got a cat. 
let me know. I have a whole bunch of cats and I can give you some advice and stuff. So right then, she's already like offering her. me. Yeah, right then, I literally <laughs> dropped her drawers and I screwed her. Waving an American flag over her head. Yeah, that's why, that's <laughs> With why. a gun in my hand. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and that's why my, my wife is now my ex. Yeah, that's why my wife is now my ex. But who's counting? It's my fourth, but who's counting? My name's Bravo. Bravo! Like I said, I leave that part out of the story. But she's offering me this like info on cats. I probably could have got her number right then. So I'm like, crap. This chick thinks it's really cool that I rescued this cat. I probably could have got so her number. He's married. He's married. Okay. Yes. Then I took it home that night. It ended up uh, sleeping on my chest all night, and I was hooked, and now I have Callie. All right. Give it up but for Bravo. But not my wife. All right. Give it up for Bravo. He just told the <laughs> least interesting story we've ever heard, and you paid $10,000 to see it. Wow. We are in the wrong business. There's a room full of people that just paid $10,000 to hear Bravo's shitty story about guns and cats and what a pussy all the liberals are. Oh, man. Yeah. Politics has ruined everything in this country. Every fucking thing. Can we please go back to a time when no one cared about politics? Because that was much more interesting. I felt much better. Yeah. Yes. At least not as divisive. Jeez. You, you can't go into a cat store and buy cat without being a dirty hippie and... If you have a Rottweiler, then you're Superman. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. I buy tampons proudly. Proudly buy tampons. Because yep. I use them as straws. That's why. <laughs> Just sharing that with you. They're biodegradable. Mm. That's the new straw, Chrissy. It is tampons the new straw. It's yep. the new straw. Just check that out. Google that. Chat GPT that shit, my friends. Chat GPT that shit. All right. Well, another fun episode of the commercial break. Here's what you can do for us or for you tcbpodcast.com that's where you go you can read all the show notes you find out more about Chrissy and I you can listen to all the audio you can watch every single episode on video and you can get your free 21 EPM sticker by hitting the contact us button and send us an email with your physical address and let us know you want that sticker we'll shoot it off to you just as soon as we can Uh, at the commercial break on Instagram tcbpodcast on TikTok I would love for you to go to one of those two places or both of those places. Follow us. Like on your favorite videos. Comment. We just love to hear from you. And we love to hear from you on text message, too. So you can hit us up. 1-855-TCB-8383. That's 1-855-TCB-8383. Anywhere around the world. Toll free. We'll pick up the charges, questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We're taking them all. 855-TCB-8383. And one more thing, and probably most importantly, youtube.com slash the commercial break. If you want to see us in a whole new light because you're actually seeing us for the first time, <laughs> youtube.com slash the commercial break. Like and subscribe. Morgan will edit the videos to your delight. I swear to God, it's funny shit. Go check it out. And hey, for all of you who's been leaving nice reviews and ratings, do that more often. Do that more often because that gets the word out about the show. All right, Chrissy. Well, I guess that's all I can do today. I think so. I got to go do some storytelling with my wife. So, (laughs) until next time, I love you. I love you. Best to you. you. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye.